The information presented in this podcast is not intended for the treatment or prevention of disease or any medical condition, nor as a substitute for medical advice. The information contained here in this podcast reflects only the opinion of the author and presenter and is in no way considered required practice. Welcome to Motivation and Muscle, the podcast that connects your brain to your brawn. Motivation and Muscle, streaming radio 24-7. Today is January 23rd, 2018. Um, Stand up, take a deep breath through your nose, out through your mouth. I am a champion, I am a winner, and I am unstoppable. Keep doing it, keep doing it, keep doing it. Believe me, we'll get into this more and more and more. Also, go out to FiorellaBarbellCo.com, Winners and Champions, Inc., that is the attitude around here and has always been. Go out and purchase that product. It is the best value out there for $499. And believe me, you sign up to that, I will work with anybody. Believe me. And also, too, if you live in New York State, come on up to the house. I would love to take on one to two people to train. I only do them in half-hour sessions, and when you talk to me, I'll tell you why. Um, but I will tell you, you will get the best training around, and you will make gains and do whatever you want in your life here because it's not just about lifting. It's about encompassing your life, physical culture. You can get a hold of me at 518-894-4450, or you can contact me right through Facebook, and we'll set you up, and you can come up here and do it, do it, do it. Also, too, motivationandmuscle.com slash category slash podcast. We got John Bruni coming in here momentarily. Go out and look at all the shows John and I have done. Also on FiorellaBarbellCo.com, our Prosperity Consciousness page. Go out. It's all about contribution, but you're going to understand how we do things differently because this is the way life is. When you give, 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 you must receive back. And I'll tell you right now, that is what and why we do what we do because when you give and you're not receiving and all you do is giving, that's a very unhealthy way to live. It's a, a, a life of lack. And when you go out and read a little bit about prosperity consciousness, you're going to understand where we're coming from. It's very important. You want and give and you give in return. That's how life works, believe me. So check that all out. Also, to sign up for a free newsletter on motivationmuscle.com, and I will be sending stuff right into your mailbox. And go out, subscribe to our YouTube channel, Fiorella Barbell, um, Strong Men. Uh, let's see, Strong Men and Strength, I believe it was. You go out there and hit that. You'll find our YouTube channel, believe me. Also, um, before I bring um, John in, I've been reading everything by Steve Jack through Milo, and as everyone knows, Steve Jack, John McKean, and the late Anthony DeTillo were some people that had some big, big, productive, positive things just bestowed on me. I've been very lucky. Um, Milo, April 1996, Volume 4, Number 1, If a Tree Falls. If a tree falls in the forest, are you man enough to move it? By the end of the first week of medieval lit, 
I knew I was in trouble. Oh, I could handle the term papers and most of the old English. I was, however, having trouble relating to my classmates. We'd read legends of heroic knights and warriors, epic poetry of steadfast seafarers, and yet, when class dismissed, they'd prance to the sweet shop for coffee and cream puffs while I, frothing at the mouth and battle ready, would bolt to the nearest field to throw hammers and stones. Why? I was inspired. Inspiration is not a passive word. It's built on the Latin root for spiritus, from which we get spirit and literally means breath or inhale. Yogis and pearl divers aside, there's not a lot to be gained from holding one's breath. I believe it is equally futile to stockpile one's mental arsenal and never wage war. Now back to our tree. It seems to have fallen and blocked your path. Some will no doubt stand around quibbling as to whether it actually made a sound. How about you? And with that in mind, I'm going to bring John in. I'm going to read you a little bit about John here, and we'll start up. Um, But before I read John's profile here, you know, there's so much to that. There's too many people now just worrying about, does it make sounds? Do they like me? Can I do it? Get over it quickly. All right, here's John, number one. He's a strong man, author, motivational speaker, pastor, and he's a writer for Milo Magazine, among many of the books he's authored on his own, and um, he's just a hell of a great guy, let me tell you. So, John, welcome back to Motivation Muscle, brother. Hey, it's great to be here. I am looking forward to this show today. Absolutely. Um, Give out the websites, anything like that. Um, We're going to talk... A little bit first about John's new book, The Neuro Grip Challenge. And then, uh, as like he wanted to say, um, you know, down, you know, down the, uh, foxhole basically, or, um, and, and we're going to talk about a number of things today. And that's how we run here. So, John, give out all your info and we'll get started, please. Well, yeah, you can find me on uh, submitstrength.com. That's our strength equipment company. Um, where we can get in contact and get some stuff out to you that'll help you get going on your strength journey. And uh, somebody asked me why we made that, that whole thing called Submit Strength, and it was very simple: is either your goals you're submitting to them, or your goals are submitting to you. Absolutely. And so we wanted people to make those goals literally tap out and say, "I've reached another one," and keep going and going and going. Uh, you can also find me on Facebook um, at PressingLimits.com on Twitter or at, at Press the Limit. And then if you want to see some of the strength feats and how to book a motivational performance, you can see PressingLimits.com. Beautiful. So SubmitStrength.com, PressingLimits.com, at Press the Limits, or uh, Facebook. Love to hear from you. Awesome. Um, we're going to talk a little bit about John's book, obviously, and he was kind enough to send me one. Um, I'm going to start out a little bit with shoulder mobility. I like that right there because we always hear how many people are going to tell you, well, my shoulders are wrecked, I bench too much, or, you know, I pulled something wrong and nothing's ever been right with, you know, we all know with rear delts and things of that nature. And John's got, um, I think, some very useful stuff here. John, let's talk a little bit about shoulder mobility and how so many athletes are suffering from a lot of shoulder problems out there. Well, a lot of the section of the book was written out of necessity because of my own shoulder injuries. If you lift heavy, now this is one of the things, it's just out there. It's mm-hmm. the way it is. Mm-hmm. If you lift heavy 
if you train to the max, you're going to get injuries. And so the idea behind that was to understand what is uh, injury you work through mm-hmm. and what is an injury you have to lay off. Um, but over the seasons of getting these injuries and repair, injuries and, and healing, I've never had to have a surgery because uh, I've tried to find out ways to heal it on my own. Mm-hmm. And so this whole shoulder prehab and rehab uh, really came out of necessity. And so there's a lot of things that I, I want to say about that. And, and if you get the book, you'll understand this, is that I think one of the, the big myths is that if you don't do anything, if you injure yourself and you don't do anything, somehow it miraculously will get better. Right. Now, you may not be able to be lifting heavy, you may have to back off on some poundages, and you may have to change the exercises. But if you, you are not reshaping the joint, if you are not um, remolding the muscle, if you're not getting blood flow, and how many shows have we talked about blood flow on here? Yep. If, if you're not getting nutrients in, then you're not going to heal it. And so I try to come up with exercises that would be excellent as far as that goes. Yeah, I love it. Um, let's talk about – I love the shoulder massage with the ball. Um People got to really go out and pick this book up. It's a NeuroGrip Challenge, John Bruni. It's called A Radical Program for Building Greater Strength and Power in Your Upper Body. Now, I like the whole idea of the ball against the stone wall, obviously, and you're rolling it up and down, correct? Yes. Okay. So tell uh, – go ahead. Go ahead. Well, it goes back to, you know, I'm big into uh, Donnie Thompson's body tempering. Yep. And – Sometimes, hopefully, we can get him on, and we'll do a whole show together about Love that. To. It's awesome. But the fascia has built it up. I mean, over heavy benching for years and years and years and heavy pressing, you really have to work those fascia lines out. You have to – the fascia around the muscle actually tightens down and shortens your range of motion. Um, so what, one of the things you got to do is, is learn to work that out. And so I've been trying to use everything from – the, the jugs softball that you get, it's actually made for um, softball players. Yep. But it's heavy and it's dimpled to really dig in. And once I get into the wall, too, then one of the things you can't really tell from the picture, I'll take that ball and I'll move it around and grind out that fascia. So it's not just that you're rolling it. Actually, you'll push that pressure there and then take the ball and, and move it, manipulate the ball until you feel that release. Yep. Uh, tra- traditional stretching does not take care of those fascia lines and the, and the fascia tightening. Yeah. You have to loosen those knots by that. And yeah. uh, I'm going to let you on a little secret right now. I've been using – I have a new secret weapon. Yeah. And, uh, I, I'll probably put it up online. It's not in the book. Uh, I saw a lot of videos on how to do it, and then I realized there was a, a better way to do it. I took a jigsaw. Yeah. And I had the welder make me a part that would was thicker than a regular jigsaw blade because I tried to do this without uh, making the part, and it was disastrous. I had him make me a big piece of steel that would fit in there that was the same size as far as lengthwise yep. of a jigsaw blade, but much thicker. And then I put uh, pounded a golf ball into it, used some epoxy. Yep. And so now I have a golf ball percussion massager. Nice. Real nice. Well, it, it works like in, insane. In fact, I used it on somebody uh, just this weekend. They said, I felt the fillings coming out of my teeth when you put that out. 
that's a, that's a great way to equate it. But I like to. I'm looking at the one picture too of this gentleman, and we all got stuff going on in our upper back for sure. I mean, everybody always is complaining about traps and rhomboids, and obviously, if you're putting a lot of load on those areas to build them, because you know we know. It's amazing, um, John, the last few shows I've done with a lot of the big stone lifters from the UK, you know, whether it's Charlie Oliphant or Mark um, Haydock or Martin Janzix, any of these guys, you know, everybody is looking for another edge to lift stones. And a lot of times we're seeing more and more, you know, Bill Crawford and I talked about, we did a big, uh, it was basically a teaching show on bicep work, all right, for that. But a lot of these guys are telling me the same thing I believe, too. The upper back, a lot of times, is going to be the weak link. Obviously, you know, the fingers and the hands got to be like darts to dig into most of these stones that have no handholds in them. But I love the way this gentleman's doing that because all these areas that you're hammering on to get bigger and stronger, you know, Think about the tension you have back, you know, like Bill was saying, and it's true, like the sexy thing now is uh, to build is the neck and the traps right now are the big thing, obviously erectors too, but these are like the things everybody wants to do, because I know when I talk to kids that are playing football, it's not so much arms anymore, which I'm glad of, everybody wants these big, huge coconut style traps and a neck like a bulldog, so... This picture here really encompasses a lot of the things you're going to need to loosen that area up. Comment on that a little bit with the upper back. Yeah, well, it's, it's really important that people continue to remember that you don't get stronger while you train. You get stronger after you train. Yep. So there's, there's two components to that. Most people aren't training hard enough to get response in the first place. So mm-hmm. if you're listening to the show, you're, you're already into heavy work. You understand that. You know, you've got to put the body, you're tearing it down, tearing it down, tearing it down, tearing it down. But the recovery, there's two sides of that. I call it prehab and and rehab or post-hab. I came from the generation that, in in my own thing, that warm-ups were a waste of time. You know, all this prehab was a waste of time. And what I learned through the hard way was that, I really missed out on having an edge by doing not doing these things. And uh, the upper takes so much force, and the traps, when they're not, when, when that fascia is not broken up, and when you don't, you know, do some release of those knots, what, what's happening with these huge traps is guys' range of motion is so limited that you can't get the optimal lift going. Right. Um, this is mobility is huge. It's been one of the biggest things I've focused on in the last couple of years because my mobility had gotten so bad. My strength had gone up, mm-hmm. but my mobility had gone way down. What I've found is as I've done these active release techniques, uh, prehab, post-hab, all this kind of stuff, um, not only has my mobility gotten better, but my strength's gone up. So that's the thing. If you do these things, they're not in there just to, you know, to fill pages. This is stuff that will change your workouts. And, 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 and I like to use this analogy. In the Olympics, mm-hmm. you know, in the downhill skiing, the difference between a gold and a silver is tenths of a tenths of a tenths of a second. It's milliseconds, you know. Yeah. And 
that's what we're talking about. The difference between a PR for guys that are listening to the show and ladies that are listening to the show, sometimes it's, it's the smallest thing. It's doing some prehab or loosening some fascia, something small that, that will take you to a whole other level. And it's like uh, one of my friends said, and I'm not sure who the uh, exact person that first quoted this, but sw- small tweaks will take you to giant peaks. Oh, yeah. And that goes for everything. I'll tell you, and you can equate this definitely to like a muscle log jam. I mean, what happens when you see a log jam in a, in a river? Nothing's getting down, all right? Once you cl- start clearing this log jam out, like John said, obviously you're going to get everything healthier, but your lifting is going to start going up. It is that not, you know, contrary, I said this to John before we came on. Somebody said, I don't know where I read it. And it's like, you know, you get so tired of it. It's like, well, how much stronger do you think you want to get? I'm like, how much? I want to be so strong that they can't even track it anymore. Who thinks like that? But that's another show right there. Um, John, let's talk about, obviously, the chest massage. We're going to go into the lat massage, the upper back, and the thoracic spine. Because I'll, I'll make this mention. I had read some of that stuff before in Milo that John had written. Because I'm one of the guys that uses the thoracic movement that he does with a keg. Um, and that's where I started really, uh, I'll say, giving my back the massage of a lifetime. Because when you're hanging off that keg and you're moving that thing right down to just above your uh, butt crack, let me tell you something, it is dynamite. So take them in any order you want, and then we'll get into some more topics on what we we're going to talk about, my friend. Well, it's very important that the two things, the chest massage is, is just essential because most of us have to work at a computer. Oh. Uh, we are desk bound. Yep. And so what happens is that shoulder glide comes forward. Everybody will notice that the anterior, and this is the thing, most people have no problem building the anterior muscles because it's, it's, it's fun. It's, you know, it's used in everything. Uh, we're so imbalanced with our back muscles to anterior to our front our yep. posterior and anterior is really out of balance but i found a lot of times guys by just doing that simple chest massage and by the way it has to be deep yep. it's painful you know you can't just go up and just roll around you know hop <laughs> around like a fish on the wall it's got to be deep but when you do that all of a sudden you're going to find that your entire mobility of your shoulder opens up because again you're able to activate a lot of guys can't, and I wish I had time to talk about this, but a lot of guys can't even activate their scap anymore. Wow. And in, in that book, you'll find the, the scap up that we talk about. Yep. The scap up is so huge, but a lot of guys can't do that because their chest is so tight. So you've got to learn to loosen that up, and, and traditional stretching is not the answer. You need to go up and break up scar tissue. My goodness, if you are a heavy lifter, you probably have so much scar tissue, knotted muscles. And as you do that, as you break that up, not only are you gaining mobility, but you're gaining growth. The fascia gets stretched to the point, or at least you can't really stretch fascia. That's kind of a myth. Right. But you, you can actually pull the fascia a little bit. You can manipulate is a better word. You can't stretch fascia, but you can manipulate it. And as you manipulate that, you're going to allow the muscle to grow even more. You're going to create uh, more uh, cross fibers in your muscles. 
all kinds of stuff is going to happen. So the chest massage is just an essential. Um, the chest and, and doing the back, if you had only time to do two things, right. um, <laughs> if you did the back over a keg or over a pipe or something, that would be fantastic for the thoracic spine and the chest. And I like to do the chest first because that allows the spine to open up more. Right. And there's some cool exercises that aren't even in there. But if you really want to open up your thoracic spine, one of the things I've been doing is rolling back on the keg and using that as a bench. Yep. And uh, kind of locking out with a pair of fat bells. Oh, all right. Yep. Yep. Hold that out and start to roll back as far as you can without allowing, you know, those dumbbells to come on your face or to uh, break your teeth. (laughs) Yeah, we don't want that for sure. Definitely. No. That will do some crazy stuff. I mean, you want to open up some stuff and hear some popping, hear some new openings and find some new ranges of motion and and build up strength. Do that. You know, just lock that out like you're doing a lockout of a bench press and just start to roll back to where, you know, you're on on the verge of losing control. So it's right on the edge. Yep. Oh, my goodness. You're going to build crazy, crazy, crazy strength. Yeah. And, that, and that's the thing with everything. Um, not only are you recovering your body from a lot, a lot of a, you know, that's like what you said. There's so many of us, I mean, you lift heavy. You don't even realize at the time what you're doing. But what ends up happening is whether you go and do things of what uh, John wrote in this book or you're going to a chiropractor who deals with active release or anything like that, a lot of times we don't go and seek help until we've got problems. And one thing I took from this book especially was this, was don't wait for it to happen. You know, be a, a, a pro person where let's cut this off at the past before anything could happen, or if it has started, let's get ourselves healthy. Look, we all get injured. Hopefully none of you ever need surgery, but that's a fact of life with what we do. But the thing with when you have a book like this and the movements that are in it, you can really maybe head it off at the pass and beyond with it. I mean, don't wait until it happens to you. What else you got? What, is there anything else you want to mention with that uh, right now, John? Well, here's a, here's a good example. Prehab yep. is so important because even though you can't avoid injury, you can make the recovery process much faster. Uh, I was doing a strength show uh, our strength program, it travels around, and one of the, the coolest parts and one of the most intense parts is I hang my wife Amy in my head, <laughs> in a neck harness, yep. and I'm holding up two 40-pound-plus uh, steel crosses straight out to the side. Wow. And I hold it for as long as I can. You know, the audience is going crazy, and they've got guys to catch me. Uh, I fall because it actually cuts off the position and actually cuts off the circulation to the brain. Yep. So it's kind of crazy. But usually when I start to fall after total exhaustion, because we did it for a minute and 45 seconds, okay. which, which is insane. Yep. Um, you have to try it to experience it. But uh, she usually lands on her feet. Well, somehow she slipped and went all the way to the ground, so it yanked my neck right out. Oof. Um, bad news. And I believe that if I hadn't done a lot of the prehab stuff, yep. I'm not saying I would have broken my neck. But the recovery would not have been as fast. I mean, I'm I'm uh, three days in now and recovering with that. And um, I went from 
from not being able to even turn my head side to side to uh, I've got pretty good motion today. Yeah. And that's because of that prehab, you know, getting those and practicing those crazy ranges of motion with your neck. Yeah. You know, yeah. all these kind of crazy neck lifts and, and areas that people don't do, you know, during doing these uh, crazy exercises. Somehow, some way, you're going to get put into a compromised position lifting. Yeah. Somehow, some way, sometime. And if you do these type of exercises, it's going to help you even if you do get injured to recover faster. Yeah, without a doubt. I mean, you know, it, think there's there's basic things you got to take care of. And one thing, especially what you just had happen with your neck, people don't realize the importance of a neck. I mean, a neck strong will save your life. I don't care what anybody tells you. And, you know, it's always the same old thing. Well, you know, I don't want to be big like that. Well, what do you think you're going to grow a 21 inch neck in a week? This is this is the this is how ludicrous training has become. You know, if you don't like a neck or you don't like big hands or you don't like big legs or whatever, there's always something that is being tied to it where it's a negative connotation. And I hear this more and more and I don't like bringing this to everybody every time we talk, but you know what? It's time for people to take a stand and say, hey, look, I want to be as healthy as I can. I want to be as mobile as I can. I want to lift as much as I can. And and to be honest with you, the more things you do like that, the happier life is going to be. So read that book. You know, stay on the straight and narrow with things. When things are starting to hurt, take care of them. Oh, but try to always be doing things before something could ever maybe take you out of the game for a while or lay you up or make you because no one likes to work around things so that means you drop your weight well when you when you're a person of physical culture you will learn how to do that and you will do it knowing that it's going to get you even further all right john you know we're talking you know before we came on and there's so many things and you know John was saying, well, this show would be called Great uh, Down the Rabbit Hole. And it's very interesting because I said to John, you know, we've been getting so much feedback. And one gentleman who was on here, Mark Boggs, the other day said that he found Eminem because he was researching power rack training. And Mark is no new guy to this stuff. He's a very accomplished lifter. And he was on with us Saturday. And the show was incredible. And one of the things he said was one of the shows that popped up first was the show John and I had done on Power Rack Training. Now, I think John and I have done one together, and then Adam Glass and John and I were, I think we did a, you know, uh, I was, I, I set it up where the three of us could have dialogue. And I said to John before I came, before we came on, I was like, you know, I initially was going to say strength personified because I said, Let's just talk heavy. You know, we can talk about rack. We can talk about big farmers' walks. You know, not a bunch of stuff here because I don't want to weigh any about. Let's just talk about some heavy stuff we like to do, why we like to do it. And, you know, maybe we give a little rep ranges here. But take it away, John. What do you – what what at times has grabbed you by the throat and says, you know what, maybe I'll do this today, maybe I'll do it for three workouts, whatever – what stuff do you like to play around with that's really like dynamite? Well, this is good because I go two two angles with it. Um, what I like to do, and what sometimes I have to do when you can't do what you want to do. Um, so let's talk about that. 
I love, there's nothing better than to get heavy, heavy squatting. Mm. Um, there, it, it, it's one of my favorite things. I get look forward to it. A lot of people hate it. Yep. I love it because I feel like it works. Now, every bone in my body, every muscle fiber in my body, but it takes a, a part of my soul every time to, to get through a workout. Yep. I mean, you have to dig so deep. And, you know, you talked about Steve Jack. Yep. Uh, this is one of the things I love about this is that when I go into a squat workout or I go into leg day, I know it's going to be a battle. Like, i got to get myself jacked out of my mind. Um, a lot of times I'll do some brainwashing. Yep. You know, going down to the, the rabbit hole. Yep. Um, one of the greatest things you can ever do is use your phone. You know, everybody's got the recorder on the phone. Yep. And just put some motivational statements down there. Like, I, you know, I'm going to crush this weight today. Yep. I'm going to lift heavy today. I'm going to squat, you know, however much. Um, uh, I'm going to do a heavy chain lift today of a 1,000 pounds. Whatever it may be, you put that in there and just, just you know, over and over and over and over again. Um, I love the prep, and I love the battle, and I love the, the recovery. So when you're done, it's like, oh, you know, there's the, the endorphins are going, your hormones are jacked. You know, you go up and get that protein, yep. which it's going to be after that workout. There's nothing better than that. And, uh, you know, we talk about self-hypnosis. It goes back to uh, when I was a football coach. One of the things I used to do was make the kids do sentences before practice. Yep. Uh, so most people view sentences as punishment. You know, you had to go into – the teacher back at school and, you know, right on the chalkboard. Well, I had the guys that each had to buy a notebook. And every day they had to do sentences before they could show up to my practice. So it said things like this. The sentence was different every day. But they had to go home and one of the sentences was, I will practice like a state champion today. Yep. And they had to do that 200 times. And then they had to turn it in. Um, one of the other ones was, I always leave it all on the field. You know, always we went through these motivational statements, and these guys literally learn to brainwash themselves into greatness. Absolutely. So getting that, it's the prep for the battle, the battle, and then the, the reward of the battle. That's what gets me excited. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. I mean, I've talked about this before. I was telling John a little bit about these mashing middies I've been doing back and forth with the great John McKean. And I'm just so hell-bent right now, among many things, and there's no leverage with this stuff. But as John says, the squat, that's probably my favorite movement ever, especially when you're doing a dead start. It is absolutely punishing and pummeling to you, period. There's no doubt about it. You've got, and I was talking, you know, I, I, I want to do another show with John very shortly, too. Um, I'm going to get in, I've said this. You have to be a very confident individual to do the things we like to do, all right? And I don't care who you are, everybody has a little bit of apprehension. You, you wouldn't be uh, alive if you weren't, but I found one thing with this type of lifting I'm doing right now. I don't worry about any challenge anymore because I know, and I don't call anything failure anymore. I call it a temporary setback. Even if I miss that lift, I know the next time I'm coming in, I'm going to butcher it. 
All right, I've established this. When you can treat yourself to that way where the only time that you've got to basically look at the next time you come in other than to lift the prescribed weights you have, because just to let everyone know, I only go up a total of 10 pounds a week on each lift. And people said, well, that's not very much. You had to cut down. I said, all right, if you came over and did some of these lifts with me with no leverage, you'd probably rip your, rip your arms and legs off you. And I don't know many people even want to mess around with this stuff, but I don't care. That's not the point. I'm telling you, I have changed my mental outlook with training like never before. And I know it's a lot of building the stuff outside I'm doing. Here's another thing that's going to be very interesting because right now I'm insane about spinal erectors, traps, rhomboids, neck, lower back like never before. Never before. I want to just have this unstoppable, unbreakable, big, big, muscular back. Like, when people see it, they'll be like, what do you got, 15 shirts on? They'll be like, no, man, go ahead and hit my back. You'll break your hand. I mean, that's what I'm, that's my endeavor right now besides everything else. Okay, but here's a big thing, and I'm going to send this right to John after this. You know, I got on this thing about thinking, you know, when we talk gratitude, which is so important, I said, who among many, you know, I've had many people in my life been very fortunate with lifting, but I've done a ton of it on my own. I'm not going to be bashful when I say that. But who got me into the power rack initially? Well, it was Anthony DiTillo. I never was around, you know, I was, I don't know, I don't even, uh, I was pretty small when he was writing, let me put it to you that way. And then obviously years later he wrote for Milo, et cetera, et cetera. Power rack, man. That guy, I, I put pictures of him up all the time. He's just unbelievable. You look at his traps, it looks like a bookshelf. Then you got John McKean as a child, as a young boy, read about many articles, and it was, I was going through magazines again, which you should do, and I found this hard gainer from 1994, and it talked about the middies. I was like, son of a gun, man, I got to go after this. So I went after it and started it. Well, in the meantime, you know, John and I have been going back and forth for over a year now. So I called him up and left a message. Well, man, oh, man, he couldn't be more pleased. Well, we're talking about different things we're doing. And I'm going to make the, the long story short. So that was the next phase. And then, of course, Steve Jack, I, like I said, Maybe I would have, maybe I wouldn't have, but I, I credit him with getting me to lift stones. And he even got me to go to Iceland twice. Not many people can move me like that. My point is this. When I get under that bar, if you heard the noise coming out of there besides the music, I'll scream. I will literally scream. Anthony DeTillo, John McKean, Steve Jack. Are you with me? You know, I mean, I am like in that red eyed fever, like ready to just break stuff everywhere, and if I'm having even a little bit of an off day, I will say that so loud that I I guarantee you they're hearing me down the street, I'm like, give me strength, it is unbelievable what you can conjure up, if there's people you admire, people that maybe aren't with you or are with you, I'm telling you, you use that technique when you go to lift heavy stuff and you ingrain that, just like John was talking about, having his athletes write on paper, which I talked about that in the early part of the show. When you listen to something that inspires you, don't go any more than 10 minutes. Turn it off and write what you think you just heard. 
it will be totally different from the speaker you did. Go ahead, John, comment on that, because it's very, very important. This is the stuff you don't hear many, I don't hear any podcasts talking like we do, but go ahead, brother. Well, you hit two, you hit two things. Uh, one is inspiration, and two is gratitude. Yep. Um, we all have people that have inspired us, and the studies, it's after study after study, show how powerful gratitude is in your life, how it can change your life. But even though the studies are all about, hey, it'll help you to prosper, we ought to do it just because it's the right thing to do. Yep. Um, you know, I, I thought about this a lot. You know, my the, the book that really changed my life, and a lot of people, you know, they've read it and like, eh, was Super Squats by Dr. Randall Strawson. Yep. And Super Squats changed my whole living career. It changed the way I did everything, and, and I read that was the very first big real lifting book I read. I mean, I've read you know Arnold's Encyclopedia sure. Bodybuilding and sure. all that stuff, but uh, Doctor Strawson and the the old Iron Man magazine. Yep, I thought the old, not what it's become today. Um, but reading him and seeing the, the 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 whole, he had an ad in there for the Super Squats book and the Grippers. Yep. And I read that book. It changed my life. Um, it was a radical thing. And uh, John Brookfield, he gave me the, the the passion for performing for that side of it. And I'm always giving those guys credit. And here's the thing. Um, the things that motivate you, yep. it's amazing what you know how God can use that and change your life, bring things full circle. Yep. So my first book that really changed my life was Super Squats by Dr. Strawson, little would I know that one day I'd be writing for him. Yeah. You know, in my own magazine. So things come full circle, and we always need to have gratitude. We always need to be look, looking for points of inspiration. Um, but then also, here's the big thing, too. With inspiration, one of the things I want to throw out to the listeners today is this. Sometimes you can't do what you want to do, but you can always find a way to, to, to go to battle. Yeah. Um, that battle thing is just so important that you see every workout as a, as a war, that you're going into as a warrior. Um, let me give you an example. Because of my neck injury um, three days ago, it's recovering, so I can't really go in and do any kind of heavy, putting the, the heavy barbell on my back, right. my traps at least right now. Um I can't do a heavy dead, but what I can do is is try and go dig deep through other means. So one of the things I've been doing, and a lot of people know that I do this on a regular basis as a side workout, is I put on the occlusion cuffs yep. uh, with the pump. And the ones I use are by uh, Go Be Strong. And if anybody's interested in those, uh, just type in submit, and you're going to get a big discount. Okay. But... What you do with those, what I like about them is you can pump them up to the crazy level. So it's basically like a blood pressure cuff. So put those on my legs, did sissy squats, hamstring curls, all, all kinds of various leg exercises till my blood just engorged. <laughs> and then take those off, and then I decided to go back and, and do some things that really would make me dig deep like uh, I do on heavy squats. So... You can't, how, how can I simulate that heavy squat? How can I get my legs to quiver and shake and make my body feel like it's going to give out? 
Well, I went back to one of my original little power rack, Euro rack devices that was inspired by uh, Bruce Lee, yep. Dennis Rogers, and others. I've got a big piece of diamond plate, and I've got several versions of this. One's got, you know, holes on, welded links on, on each side, and one's got welded links in the middle. So what I did is I stood on that one. I've got a welded link in the middle of my feet. I'm standing on diamond plate. Put a piece of chain. Yep. Attach it to my iron mine dipping belt. Yep. Which uh, that thing is supposed to hold 1,500 pounds. Right. And I just started doing isometric squats until I felt like I was going to puke. That's awesome. I mean, now I'm not talking about just going against a little bit of resistance. I'm talking about going until every muscle was quivering. So I was sweating, so I thought my legs were going to explode, felt like my breathing was going to explode, and did set after set after set after set of that. Yep. So even though I couldn't put the bar on my back, yep. I can still find a way to go to battle. And that's what people have to do. you got to get creative. you got to go to battle. you got to be a warrior. Hey, you know, and, and that's a great thing, you know, when we see these, like when you'll write a book or we'll talk about something on the show, and then I'll be getting feedback. It's like, you know, I've had people say this to me here. How do you come up with this stuff? Well, you know, injury can cause you to be very creative if you understand what you're doing. But we've talked about this before. The necessity of learning to train by yourself is far greater now than I think it's ever been. And when Bill Crawford was on here last, we were talking about basics and and things of that nature, which we've hit from day one here with this show. And he's coaching not only his son, but a lot of young men in powerlifting. And one thing he said to me, which was very good to hear, is what he seems to be witnessing now is more and more of the basic training coming back, where it's not all these different formulations of things which just seem to mud everything up when you can go out and do a squat, a deadlift. Obviously, if you like benching, fine. You can complete both of them with overhead. And then instead of trying to go out and do tire flips and farmer's walks and kettlebell and this and that, you stick to something that's tried and true. When you build the base with the base six, then you go out and you get real creative. You know, maybe you want to lift some sandbags. Maybe you want to lift some stones. Maybe you want to talk about John. You know, John's in the power rack. He's injured a little bit here. But yet, he's found a way to squat and squat heavy. And to take this thing and hold it. Because for anybody that has never done an isometric with a hold, you're going to be in for the thrill of your life, believe me. Because there's nothing like it on earth, I'm telling you right now. I've gotten into some heated discussions with people about power rack training. I, you know, they talk about, uh, like stones, odd object stuff. My belief is, especially what I'm doing right now, I believe it's an odd object lift. Um, because I'll tell you why. How many people are doing stuff like that or could do stuff like that or even would want to? When we're talking about the stuff I'm doing with John right now, John was telling me in the 50s and 60s, some of these well-known lifters and even guys that were just big walking the street, they wouldn't even touch anything like this. And these guys were not candy asses by any means. You know, back in the day then, 
a lot of it was labor. That's what you worked for your lifeblood. All right, so you had people that were strong naturally from what they were doing day to day. So when we're talking about things like this, when we're, you know, we're, we're doing things that are going to improve our greatness, whether it's the mobility John's talking about out of the book or what he's doing with an injury where he's making gains. And what he's doing, and I don't want to speak for him, but I'm going to just speak from my end with this. You know, what this does, it creates a very good mental outlook in you because we know when you get injuries, man, you can get down and out. And if you let it, I've told about friends of mine that were great lifters, it will kill your lifting permanently. You'll come back, and I'll give this right to you, John. Um, how many friends of yours? Well, I can tell you a few of them. They came back, they got to a point, and they went down again. Now, were they hurt? They might have been, but you set these little triggers within you that go off because of what you're thinking about. So even if you weren't hurt, it goes off, and the next thing you know, oh, I yanked my back again, I'm done. And then you don't see him again for another six months. So these are the things you need to respond to no matter what it is. But I will never, ever tell anyone not to ever train alone. Train alone, make sure you got a power rack and a lot of safety. Do not be stupid and do things that can kill you or maim you for the rest of your life. That is not what I'm saying. But until you get to really know the type of person you are, and the gym by all means to me is the greatest way to learn what you are and take it and put it out on the road, as they say, the rubber to the road, you're really shortchanging yourself in your life. Go ahead, John, take it. Yeah, you have to know what you know how you can push to the very limit. And a lot of times people never really know how far they can go. Yep. And it's a journey that happens inside when you're in that lifting moment, when you're in those workouts. Am I gonna go through, you know, the motions or am I gonna dig deep and find out what I really, really am made of? And that's why sometimes training alone is so valuable because there's nothing else to motivate you. There's no nah. house, external nope. source. Nope. You've got to learn to motivate yourself, pick yourself up by the bootstrap, dig deep, and just say, wow, I've got to find something. i got to find that strength. And then you can uh, find inspiration like you're talking about from yep. uh, some of the greats, but it's all mental and emotional. It, it, it's deep. Yep. You know, it's like having that. We always talk about having the fire in the belly. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. Desire desire is something that people don't think a lot about. And when you talk fire in the belly, desire, it's like you've got to come from a place where almost it's like someone's got their foot on your throat and you're either going to let them suffocate you or you're going to throw them off you and you're going to rise. And you can never get enough of that. John, summarize. I know we're at time. We're a little over. Summarize anything you want. Give out all your information. We'll get set up, obviously, for February. And let me give mine out, and uh, we will uh, get this show up this afternoon, my friend. Absolutely. You know, get after it, whatever it's going to take. You know, learn to do some motivational techniques, whether it's self-hypnosis, you know, sentences, uh, the great books. Show gratitude. Uh, make sure that you're creative in your training. Make sure that you're doing some kind of prehab and post-hab. And remember that you get stronger in between the sessions. 
Oh yeah. Uh, that's when you're going to grow. Um, again, submitstrength.com uh, is where you can find all kinds of stuff. And if you're interested in the occlusion training that I was talking about with the blood pressure cuffs, um, you can get on Go Be Strong. It's G O B Strong. And if you if you mention the code word submit, you're going to get a great discount on that. That's awesome. Um, but that, that's some of the best stuff I've ever found as a finisher. Um, but basically, show that gratitude. You know, be, look me up on Facebook or pressingalliance.com or Twitter. Uh, we want to connect with you. But the point is, if you take anything from this, you got to have passion, you got to have desire, and you got to have the heart of a warrior. Hell, absolutely, and also too, don't worry about if uh, when the tree falls it makes a sound. If anything, pick it up and throw it to the side or drag it to wherever you're going, because there's too much of well, what about this and what about that. If you want to do it and make the gains and be unstoppable, you have to start thinking like this, folks. Anything else, John? That's it, brothers. It's been a great as always. You know, if you if you love this show. Please support Eric because uh, he didn't tell me to say this, but you are getting information overload. When you get listen to the show, yep. it, it's like drinking from a fire hose. Yep. And so if you are receiving from this, make sure you show gratitude back to, to Brother Eric. And uh, just, you know, if you want the show to continue and to be what it's, it's meant to be, yep. make sure that you're doing your part in the link in the chain also. Thanks a lot, John. And I'll tell you, you know, we're going to get there and we're going to be out on the road with gentlemen like John Bruni. We got a message, I feel, and I'm not saying it's just myself. I'm telling you what I'm told, whether people are on this show or I'm getting notes. They're like, this show is unbelievable. It's the only thing I'm listening to. Well, you have a choice to listen to whatever you want. Preferably, I'd rather have you listen to this and tell a 100 of your friends. But look, I'm not that type of guy. But I don't know anybody out there, and I know the big names because I hear it all the time. Who is giving content like this for free? That's what I'm saying. You go out and look at just the shows John and I have done over the over the last few years together. Go out and listen to every show and picture them in a box and a price tag on there. Most people probably would not sell those shows for less than $3,000 minimum because you can't get that type of quality. Go to anywhere where they got inspiring speakers. Go to a Tony Robbins show. I guarantee you, not only is it going to cost you a ton of money for the weekend, but when you buy products, you're probably not walking out of there for less than a thousand bucks, if more. We're giving you not only the lifting, we're giving you the philosophy, and obviously John and I brought in gratitude. Gratitude for your attitude. It's more than you think. We're going to get into this bigger and bigger, I'm telling you. So pay attention, everybody. Go out to um, FiorellaBarbellCo.com. Uh, Winners and Champions, Inc., that's a product right there. There's nothing on that product that can't get you gigantic. And I don't mean just gigantic, fast, stronger. You want to play sports, it's all there. It's so simplified, too. I mean, it's probably too simple. But if you love things that most people don't talk about other than this show, it's there. And I'm telling you, if the neck and the traps are becoming all the rage, when you see a thing like a high shrug or a dip or anything like that, you want to build an upper back. Well, there's two movements, not only that will build chest, lats, shoulders, the whole thing. Look at your upper back when you're under a heavy dip or a high shrug. 
I'll say no more. Go out, though, and look at it. Purchase the product. It would help us out big time because Etched in Stone for Men is almost ready to go. That's another killer product coming out. So pay you really pay attention. There's big stuff coming up here. Um, also, too, our Prosperity Conscious page. John went into it a little bit just now about contributing. It is very vital not only to the corporations here, but if you go out and you start studying it, you need to give back. I don't care who you are, and it doesn't have to be a lot, whatever. But what I'm saying is, We're putting out a lot of material. If you get something out of this, contribute back. We would greatly appreciate that. And I don't think that's a lot to ask at all. Also, too, go out to motivationmuscle.com slash category slash podcast. Look at all the prior shows John and I have done. I will have the new one up at some point this afternoon after I eat lunch and make some calls. But it will be up today, definitely. Um. Don't forget about our free newsletter. I will get to it, but once you are on our list, it goes through MailChimp, and when I write stuff up or send you um, a podcast like today, it will go right to your mailbox. Also, too, our YouTube channel, Fiorella Barbell, Real Men, Real Strength. Um, go out, subscribe to it, get all the dynamics of everything from here. There's so much content. Um if someone see, well, we'll do this first. If you'd like John and I to do a specific show, Fiorella Barbell at nicap.r.com. <laughs> iTunes and Stitcher, give us a five-star review. We appreciate that. Also, you can get us in the car, AHA Directory, aha, M&M 24-7. If someone seeks you out in the gym or the concrete jungle, never be afraid to give them five words of inspiration. I think here, this show, if this show doesn't inspire you, I don't know what's going on between your ears. Seriously. Also, too, my mom, when we were kids, never be afraid to say hello to someone or give them a smile. For that day, that might be all they get. If you're going to lift it, bend it, break it, twist it, squat it, pull it, press it. If you're going to lift stones, turn them into dust. And the great hoose of steel stone crusher says in blood red, domination, we clear cut the path. We don't follow anyone's. Dominate, obliterate, and dent everything in our path. No one will ever clip our balls. And as Russell Fur says, when I listen to your shows, there's testosterone dripping out of my speakers. Well, all I can tell you is it's getting bigger, bigger, and bigger, my friend. And that's the idea. As I said, and I'm going to keep saying it, men, stop apologizing for being men. Get on it. Also, too, Frank Klein, my greatest college professor, repetition, repetition, repetition. And as he always said, quitters never win and winners never quit. Very important. My dad, be a leader, not a follower. Be a leader, not a follower. John Ridge, the greatest chiropractor ever, would walk every patient to the door and say, keep smiling. Say that to yourself on your best or worst day or just walk around and say it. Who cares what anybody thinks is looking at you? You will literally, we talk about gratitude, you will shift yourself to some Big, big thing. So maybe that job you've been waiting to hear about suddenly falls right into place today. Shift your mind. Shift your consciousness. It's that important. Also, too, be a steward of strength. Don't stand on the side of the road and watch the world go by. Tell a hundred or more of your friends we're coming because we're not going to kick in your door. We will blow the roof off your house. 
I'm telling you, it's very important. We will be here for the next 30 years. Join the family. Join the revolution. As Les Brown says, you all have greatness in you, but we'll take it two steps further. We believe in you, and we got your back. And I don't know many people in today's day and age that would ever say that. It's that important. John, um, as usual, another smoking show. I look forward to next month, um, and I look forward to 2018, and Happy New Year to you and your family. As Dr. Wong said, 2018 is going to be the year of not only M&M, but everybody here, and that's what we want. So thank you. It's been an honor to have you on, brother. Thank you. It's going to be amazing, bro. You got it, man. And it is fun to anticipate the power that's coming. I just love it. So, as I said, everyone, you're all winners and champions. And don't don't apologize for being a man. It's that important. Lead. And remember, life is asking something from you. you got to deliver. Have a great week, everybody. And as I said, our show with John Bruni will be up in probably about four hours. So thanks for listening, and we will talk to you soon. Have a great week. Thanks so much for listening to Motivation & Muscle, the podcast that connected your brain to your brawn. We'll We'll see see you next time. time.